Welcome back to TLR episode 54. I'm finally happy to be back, back with my bestie. I've missed you these last couple of weeks. Man. I think you gave me your flu. I feel like crap today. Uh, <laughs> it has been a... So I got home the other day for the first time since the beginning of the month. Yeah, I know you were I was everywhere. Gone the whole month. Like I got stuck. So I traveled for the first week or so of the of the month. And then when I got back, um, I got back to my parents' house because they had my they were watching my cat. And the same day I got back, I was like body ache and I was like, Nope, this is bad. I went to lay down and the whole week went by. Like it was a mess. Poor baby. Blue. But you know, I'm back. Hopefully you feel a little better. I know you're getting you're getting a little you're feeling a little crappy. But we're good. We're here. It's TLR. It's episode fifty-four. I've uh I've been, what was that? We got this. We got this. I've missed you. I've missed the the chat. Uh let's jump into some some fun stuff. Uh this week in particular, it was kind of hard to find headlines for this. Yeah, show. I went, I got up this morning and then I looked again midday and then I looked and I couldn't find anything that I was like, oh, that's it. That's the one we're talking yeah. about. You found better ones than me because I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I mean, in, for a week that like wrestling has its biggest headlines, like oh Hollywood. Wrestling has been crazy. Hollywood's been struggling a little bit with all these with, with headlines. So uh, I guess the first one that we could kind of start talking about is this stuff that's going on with uh, Sports Illustrated. You sent me this article. I started kind of skimming through it, and man, the drama, drama. And I, before we jump into this, like AI, I kind of had a feeling when AI first came out, like this was going to become an issue. Yep. Uh, do, do you know what's exactly is going on with 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 this headline? Can you explain to us what's going on? Yeah. So they um. They created some AI photos and portfolios for writers on their website to make them look like they were real. But these this, um, articles were being written by AI-generated machines. But if you went to Sports Illustrated, you will see a photo of a person. You will see like a little bit of a bio and all that. Yeah. But these were all AI-generated writers. And they were just having... Um, it's kind of like going to chat GPT, which chat GPT can do that. I There's so many, it's happening on YouTube. There's so many channels that are what, what we call content farms, which is people yeah. that, that has an auto editor, an auto voiceover, and they ask, they put all the details into an AI and it, it writes a script for you. These people are not, like, they're channels that are not even, you might just have the voice of the narrator might be the only thing you're familiar with, but everything yeah. else is just AI generated. And a lot of these channels are very successful because they find a topic general enough that chat gpt is not going to screw it up but you can make a video about it like 10 great yeah. great places to visit in the world you know what i mean yeah. so sports illustrated started doing that and there's a reason i know we talk about the ai bad bunny back when i went solo that bad bunny was very much against that ai song that went viral on tiktok using the likeness of his voice and i think that's why a lot of people are against that i don't know if you remember when the ai generated art and everybody was posting their pictures yeah. of and, and artists were going like i don't think you guys understand how many jobs these are going to take it really is yeah. happening this but um i guess sports illustrated at first right denying the allegations yeah i don't know how you go about denying that when you know it's happening it's it's it kind of takes the the trust and legitimacy away from your 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 company your brand even though it's we it's sports illustrated it's one of the top you know in in, in journalism but still it it, it kind of tarnishes their reputation i think if they deny it like if you're be be open about it like this it is what it is like people are using it i've seen other creators using ai and you know whatnot chat gpt but just be upfront about it yeah it says that they released a statement um and it says the article in questions were product reviews that were licensed content from an external third-party company. A number of Abbas e-commerce articles ran on certain arena websites. So now they're trying to say that it was like a third party, but it wasn't. Some of these yeah. prof- some of these reports were actual like like articles on their website. If you are, I do know, I know for example that Forbes works with third-party companies and their writers, and then they publish their work on Forbes. So yeah. you might think that this person works for Forbes, but they actually are working for, like, a different company. So I think there might be something 
to what they're saying here because I'm a, like a, a company as big as Force. I know they use third party people to post some of their articles, yeah. but still, like before you make a statement and deny everything, at least like go to this company that you hire and find out, hey, were you using AI? Like, let's cover our butts here because you yeah. saying. Oh, we didn't use AI and then having to take it back and said, okay, well, maybe it just, it's not a good look. And it's crazy no. how much Force Illustrator has fallen off the wagon. Like that used to be the number one source for sports and everything. Mm-hmm. And now when I read this report, I was like, well, when is the last time I went to Sports Illustrated for anything? I haven't yeah. in a long time. I remember I used to be into the covers. I used to be into now nothing really matters with them anymore. So maybe they are budget cutting. I'm not sure, but it's crazy how far they fallen, you know? Yeah, and it's not just them either. Like, if you look at other media outlets, like, I used to be a huge fan. I still am a huge fan of Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah. I used to love the covers. I used to collect them and have them in, in my house. And, like, the last time I even saw one, I was like, I don't yeah. even I, I couldn't tell you who was on the cover or what, but. I generally don't pay attention to magazines, except at the airport. That's when I realized magazines are still a thing because, you know, you start walking the shops when you get there mm-hmm. early. Yep. And they always had the books and magazines, which makes sense to buy them at the airport because if you don't want to pay for the Wi-Fi on the flight, take something to read, right? Yeah. But you don't even do that because I download something to read or I download movies and videos on my phone, so I don't even mm-hmm. buy the books anymore. I I think it's crazy how much like the world has changed, not just in AI, but even like mm-hmm. you're talking about like Rolling Stone, Sports Illustrated, even with wrestling. Like a lot of times we go to our favorite YouTubers. We're not even going to regular... Yeah news outlet because you have some people on youtube that you like how they deliver the news better they do the research for you and they put it in a more entertaining video so i would probably i probably go to external like different kind of audiences to find my wrestling news my dog just almost knocked everything out oof I, I saw I saw his life flash in front of my eyes because he like tripped over the light. Okay, he's okay. But anyways, I just think it's crazy how much we are not going back to those sources. Yeah. So it makes sense that they will have to budget cut. But at the same time, I don't lie about it. Yeah, it's it's strange because the world has changed so much. Obviously, like I personally would rather watch a video of someone telling me what happened with the captions on if I want to be able to read opposed to reading an article where you don't really get like we've seen articles we've used articles on the show where the writer tries to use humor and you know their own expression and it doesn't come out it doesn't come off the right way because you're like well think about it look at the way we deliver our pop culture news for the week we find the headline we kind of like glaze over it but then you and i make it our own and talk about the issue without reading the article word by word nobody wants to sit here and watch us read the article they want to see us discuss i am with you on that i would much rather have someone i i just recently with the war going on i remember going on youtube searching it and and educating myself that way just find a bunch of documentaries that have been made on youtube kind of like explaining it and um oh because of the whole scream franchise and we can get into that later i don't know if you heard about it how they Okay, so when that happened, I was like, I really don't understand. Like, I realized how much I don't understand this issue going on on the other side of the world. And what did I do? I didn't read an article. Like you just said, I went on YouTube, searched it, and watched like three or four documentaries and became fully educated on it. And a lot of people, I know a lot of random things. And people are like, how do you know this? I'm like, oh, I watch a YouTube video. (laughs) Like, you know? (laughs) But but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think that there is, uh, even if you keep it as background noise, a lot of times I like videos. If I need to pay attention, I do like the caption all that, but a lot yeah. of times I'm just listening to you as background noise while I'm doing my thing in the house. I'm not like sitting here like this, you know. Yeah. So um the, some of these websites, I think Sports Illustrated is one of them, offer like offer like a readover version of the article. Yeah. But the voice is so annoying, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this question before we move on to other topics. This is kind of a big, a big <clears throat> topic in media and journalism, even in our field with wrestling. News today has changed tremendously where it's not even news anymore. It's like they take one little aspect that is the truth and it's all opinion and people treat it as news. How do you, how do you feel about that? When like when someone says, you know, CM Punk returned to WWE, that is the fact, but it's CM Punk returned to WWE and this is blah, 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 blah. It, then it becomes opinion. Yeah, so if Punk comes back here. to WWE, AEW is going down. Or see, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I always try it's to make it a point. There. 
to tell people when they ask me, and I know that I don't post a lot of videos independently. A lot of my content is more streaming, but yeah. I always make sure that people know like, hey, what you're listening to me talk about is opinion based. And yeah. I go to quite a few YouTube channels that you hear them say, hey, this is an opinion channel. This is a this is a conversation channel, discussion channel. I think that as long as you as long as you disclose that it's not a problem or, you know, like you can at least kind of um kind of like disclaim where you're getting this news from, what what yeah. your source, this or that. But I think that what people don't understand is that once you grow a, a, a certain size platform, you are influential. So you saying, oh, CM Punk came back and now AEW is going to go down. It will resonate with some people, even though you're just stating an opinion. So I do think that people have to tread carefully with the way that they talk, the way that they even post on social media and this and that, because I think once you have any kind of influence over people you really have to be careful because your words do have a, a certain power and yeah. you gotta you gotta watch out what you're saying and not um not spread fake news yeah and it's it's become honestly i, I don't know what the proper term is because listen i do it you we all do we add our opinion into that that's how we grow our brand you know our our perspective our opinion is what fans kind of cling to. The, the thing that bothers me about that is that, and I do it, I personally practice this, and I know a lot of people in the chat watch me. I, the community that I have built is like that we can agree to disagree. I don't exactly. want them to take Respect. my opinion as religion, and you can be in my chat and say, this is my favorite wrestler. I don't like CM Punk being back. I like CM no. Punk being back. That's okay. I think that we can all have a smart discussion, but do not take what I'm the words that I'm saying, and that's what you have to believe in, or, or you don't belong here. I'm going to kick you out yeah. of the chat. No, I think <laughs> we all have different opinions, and that's what I think is mostly important. You know, like, yeah. but it, it, it's crazy the the tribalism that starts happening when people just start like really yeah. taking on to somebody's like serious opinion. Or like, I saw so much back and forth on social media yesterday. I even kind of like threw my own two cents and laughed about it because I saw people going back and finding some of these news reporters or people that have big platforms and what they said about CM Punk will never be back and clipping that and, and tweeted them at them just to like just to get a, a nice you know, a nice laugh out of it. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, our words are not, anything changes. Everything changes in wrestling. Wrestling is one yeah. of the hardest things to cover because it's all storyline. Nothing is impossible in wrestling. No. So it's like, how are you supposed to, we can do our best to try to tell you what we think is going on, but yeah. you don't know. Only Triple H and Nick back there know exactly what's going on. Like, let's keep it real, you know? <laughs> I, I look at the situation with Edge leaving WWE and we're, we're using wrestling here to kind of, Make the reference. Because well, that's what we're more familiar to when it yeah. comes to reporting things. Like there were reports, Edge is like letting his contract expire with WWE. He's gonna go to AEW, and he made a whole video like, "This is not true. It's not happening." And then it did happen. And it's not the first time that that's happened with that individual, but also others. Like it's very difficult to believe the truth of of, of in, especially in wrestling. Other other industries it may be a little different, but for us, it's they and I understand why they're why they're doing that. They're not lying on purpose. They're trying to keep it a secret because surprises and and, and pops bring the ratings and they bring the memories and moments. Yeah, so I get it's hard it. Hard to do that when you're going to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> Everything leaks over there. You know this. <laughs> it's just I don't know, like. No, I know what you're saying. And a lot of times yeah. I just have to sit there and kind of like do their own thing and stay face yeah. even though they're lying to your face. Yeah. It, it, it is what it is. I will say one thing. I will, I have never, I never say never with WWE. I seen so many people that should have never came back, just come back and shake hands and, and do business yep. with the company. I have I seen not surprised. so many things happening wrestling that and, and somebody said yesterday that if you're a draw you can work i can't remember what podcast i heard that on yeah. and and i personally said it's like i'm sorry cm punk is a cash cow whether you like him whether you like his antics yeah. whether you know he's controversial he's polarizing he gets everybody talking about him in a company just left that cash cow walk out because yeah. like i'm not trying to be petty but how many times do you see WWE make people sit on their freaking contract without working? There's a reason why they do those things, you know? Yeah. But now you just made this guy that makes millions of dollars for everybody walk out. So I don't I just don't think that 
I, I think that anything is possible in wrestling, yeah. but I do think that when they want to keep it close and, 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 and a secret, they know how to do it as well. Yeah. I'll never forget, uh, and, I, and I credit Eric Bischoff to so much. A lot of like my mindset in wrestling really has come from listening to him and how his mindset is. And his book he wrote years ago, Controversy Creates Cash. That is, that's a motto in wrestling. That's yeah. a motto in anything. But wrestling is one of those things where you could take a guy with a bad reputation, but if he does create controversy and he creates money and he and he sells tickets and merchandise, you can do make business. it work. Make it work. You can, and you, can do it. you WWE get the winning end of this stick altogether. We'll wrap it up after this. But yeah. CM Punk needs WWE more than WWE needs them. CM Punk has to fix that. everything that happened in AEW. He doesn't want to retire with with that being the last what we remember of him, especially after being gone almost 10 years. And mm-hmm. WWE is in such a position. If you watch War Games, I feel like the women's and the men's um, matches have so many main eventers. So many of these girls and guys that you can put the main title on them now and it will be believable. That yeah. if CM Punk doesn't work out, they could easily say, okay, go sit on your contract again. We'll fire yeah. you on your wedding anniversary day. You're done. So I do think that, and WWE has a person in charge for everything. There is a structure. There's a, there's, there's actual there's leadership. A there, there's a business model. And I, I do think that he is such a wild card that he does need to be kind of like held back. You can put him in a company where it's just like, yeah, anything goes here, whatever, because then he's going to go crazy. I do think he needs to be kind of like held back a little bit. We'll see how it goes, but I don't think anybody has anything to lose from the CM Punk running WWE. I want it to go well, but if it doesn't, guess what? He's the one who ends up doing He's He's got everything to lose. We've seen people like the Ultimate Warrior, Sting, Bret Hart. Freaking Bret Hart after the Montreal Screwjob. Brock Lesnar, Goldberg. I mean, there have been people who have left on bad terms and like publicly said they'd never come back, would never do business again, blah, 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 blah. CM Punk being one of those. Like if you look back 10 years, like all this stuff that happened, like. When people ask me why do I don't get shocked at certain things happening in wrestling, and I hate to bring up this example, but I have to ask, you know, Bruce Brody was murdered in Puerto Rico um, during a wrestling match. And a lot of the people that were with Bruce Brody that have gone on on podcasts, you can see there was a lot of American names that were here that talked about it. But you know what? All of them came back and did business with WWC after that. So you mean to tell me nothing is possible? You watch your friend possibly get murdered and then you're still going to do business with that company? I don't think things are... I I think anything is possible in wrestling. Yeah, I think everything is possible in wrestling. I just think so many people get screwed over. So many people screw over WWE. So many people go through personal losses and all that and they all just end up working it out. That is just... I think money. I think money talks. And I think that... You know, when it comes to that, like I told you, I can't remember who said it, but they said yesterday on a podcast I was listening to, you're a draw, you're going to work. Yeah. CM Punk is a draw. And at least, uh, but in wrestling, I do think that the opinion base uh, really affects how people think, especially because some some wrestling websites have like a cult-like following. And I hate that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like some people could be saying something that is not 100% the opinion that you agree with, but if you try to question that then they come for you you know yeah. and it's like it's one of the reasons why being a lot more step back from social media and all that because it's yeah. just like i'm just gonna go on my stream do my thing you know and that's it because it's it's kind of it's kind of toxic so at least with the <laughs> ai at least with the ai unless you instruct it yeah. to be toxic funny or whatever it's gonna give you a very neutral report i have used ai for a few things and you yeah. feed it the info and it's gonna give you what you want so i will say to sports illustrator at least you know you're they're getting a neutral report on whatever they were posting and not an opinion based you know piece yeah i agree and it, it speaking of of this kind of topic we can kind of transition over to our next uh topic here and that's the Ozempic craze. I know that's a weird transition, it's but not. people are really, you know, we're talking about truth and opinion here. The same thing is going on with this Ozempic outbreak in Hollywood where people are refusing to admit that they're on it. Uh, and there's just a lot happening. Sharon Osborne, Amy Schumer, Sophie Turner. So many people have been giving their opinion on this. What, what do you think about 
what's going on with this Ozem- it's an ozempic outbreak is what they're calling it. well the, the 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 drug is for diabetes like it's yeah. supposed to be prescribed for people that have diabetes and and, then, you know, and there are some people that are not diabetic that are getting it and there are some people that are not necessarily at the waypoint that you need to be to to take such a drastic weight loss approach um and it has some side effects if you guys get lost in the rabbit hole i have you will see that it's very obvious to see who's um on this medication because of it does certain things to your face like you know like it, it, it makes you look so much older it's like you look skinnier but it also looks like you age 20 years in like a yep. year and it's so easy to be able to tell who is doing it um i don't know if you follow certain youtubers but i have seen reviews from a lot of youtubers that also tried it that it ended up being very very bad for them and it made them very very sick and it took them months to be able to recover yep. from it only using and then it you all the way back. yeah and then it, you gain the weight all the way back this isn't a it's not gonna help you keep it off no it's almost like the people that Hey, I did this back in the day. I did the Atkins craze, the low carb diet, and I lost so much weight and I look so good. I swear to you, Joey, the first week that I started eating carbs again, I have gained it all back and more. I worked three months to lose like 30 pounds. I was so happy. And then it took me like, it took me less than a month to gain all of it back. And the worst part is that I got so sick. My body was so detoxed from carbs themselves that the first day that I, because I did a provocation, right? You know, we all do the quick diet for something so of course i was gonna eat terrible and i'll never forget the first time i think it was a burger i can't remember what i had with the bun because you can eat it without a bun if you're doing low carb i got so sick that you think i have just gotten food poisoning and wasted Uh a whole day and a half on my vacation like we all do it but it's not it's not sustainable weight loss you're gonna feel sick your face is gonna change a lot of things are gonna change you're gonna be moody like there is a lot of really really ugly side effects and this medication is expensive you're gonna find doctors that will write it to you like people shit the system everywhere especially the celebrities that we see in this uh, article but we're talking i think it's like 900 for like two doses of it so you're gonna be paying 900 dollars every other month to be able to keep up with it i i don't think it's worth it because i i just think so many things that you can do to change your lifestyle to be able to make it work but people want to see it fast and i just think some people on this list that i'm like you weren't even a big person to begin with like just couldn't just watch what you were eating a little bit that would have been sufficient you know you know what i think is one of the worst things about this whole thing is that there isn't a shortage of Mm -hmm. this drug and real people with that my my mom by the way sorry to interrupt but my mom is diabetes and i just want to give her a big fat shout out because it's her birthday today so mommy happy birthday birthday. (laughs) it's her birthday today i'm gonna celebrate it with her on the weekend but um she's diabetic and she never had to have this prescribed but she was talking to me about how like some of the some of the people that she knows are like on a wait list for it that need it to survive and you have people that, that, that are just using it to just be skinny, especially celebrities who can't afford, you can't afford a chef that's going to make you a delicious meal that's going to taste delicious and you don't even realize it's healthy. You can't afford a personal trainer that's going to make you a workout plan that you like it based on what you like to do. Yep. And you're still going to take the easy way out. Like, it doesn't money make talk. any sense to me. That's if I was is. a millionaire, Joey, like, like I have money to throw away, that's what I would do. A chef and a personal trainer. This is the exercises that I like. This is what I like to eat. Make it work. Because that's what they do. They will they will figure out a way to feed you what you want and put you in workout yep. programs that you're going to enjoy. And that's the end of it. But I... Look, I used to be a lot bigger. I, I share that with a lot of people. I used to be bigger, bigger. Yeah, and before. before I got sick to my stomach, when I tried to lose weight the healthy way, it was so hard. It was the hardest thing. But it, it was so rewarding to see it happening because I was putting yeah. in the work for it. And if I if I slipped up, it's my fault, right? But now it's like you're going to stop taking this medication and you're not going to change anything that you're doing and you're still going to gain all of this weight back and more. Um, and this medication just what what it's doing, guys, is making them not hungry. These people are I don't want I don't want to say something wrong, but borderline yeah. anorexic because they're not eating. They have no appetite. They get sick at the thought of eating. And yeah. I have a disease that literally does that to me. So I'm like, I don't wish that to my own enemy. So why are people doing that on purpose to themselves? I don't even understand. I saw someone said it in the in the chat. I think it was Joseph. People are desperate for a quick fix. 
They don't want to put the work in. They want it now. They want it overnight. And it goes to other things too. They want overnight success. Nobody wants to, you know, work hard for anything. And for the people like like yourself who actually have put the work in to to fight against that, to overcome that, to 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 be confident in yourself and and proud of yourself, like you know, it, it's just the world that we live in today is is just that. Like everybody wants a quick, quick. Yeah, step. in the in the news report that we have, Amy Schumer, for example, says yeah. that she admitted to being immediately invested in the medication, but explains that it was just not livable for her to not only take medications yeah. for people that are diabetes, but she said she couldn't even spend time with her son. She said she was one of those people that felt so sick from it that she couldn't yeah. even play with her son or had the energy to even throw a ball at him to play with him. And she had to immediately um, get out of it. I like that she brought in the fact that, you know, like I, I didn't want to be taking these drugs away from people that actually need it. Um, yeah. Also, there is another over here from, I think it was Sharon Osborne in this, in this yeah. um, news articles that say that the thing that makes her sick is that she knows everybody in Hollywood is doing it. So they hate when people say, Oh, I'm just eating healthy when it's yeah. like the, the signs that you're, the signs that you're on it are so obvious that yeah. it's like, stop it. At this point, you might as well just admit that that's what you're doing. Uh, there was a big rumor. I think it was Chloe Kardashian, the one that got big time accused from it, especially yeah. because of the changes on her face. Yeah. Um, yeah, people just want that quick fix. And I feel like we've been doing this for a while. And don't we know that the quick fix yeah. doesn't, it never works? You'll work. get the quick fix, but it's not permanent. You know? I don't know. It's 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 one of those things where you'll get, you, you get the satisfaction of whatever you're looking for, but it makes it 10 times harder to keep up with it. Yeah. It's I like just, it's like that motto keeping up with the Joneses. Like there are so many people who are like they're putting themselves in debt to have a nice car and to have nice right. things, but at the end of the day they go home and they don't own it and it's not it's not theirs, it's just for show. And they're like a shell of themselves because of it. Like you lose that that uh you lose yourself in it. Yeah. It's like you're chasing an image. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I Like I said, especially from people that don't need to be taking this away from people that actually need it and can afford all of the needs to be able to just because, yeah, I don't know. Like you see, like Kim Kardashian, for example, I know that people talk a lot about all the chefs and all these things that she has, but she does. She has a chef, she has a personal trainer, and she's she has work done. We all know this, but at least yes. the, the maintaining of it, she's doing it the right way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, there's, there's a big... Um, we just got a super chat, Joey. Super chat. Look at that. Yay. Thank, Thank you, so Ricky. Much, Great show, Joey and Nisa. Thank you very much, Ricky. We appreciate that. Uh, I've I've been away a few weeks. I've missed everybody. I'm so happy to be back. And uh, I'm happy that you're back, too. I had to do one alone. And I was going to go solo last week, watch. too. And then I had a power outage at the very last minute. I'm messaging our Know Your News team where I'm like, I don't even know if it's going to come back. I don't want to put out a show and advertise it and then have to yeah. take it away. So I was just like, you know, we decided, you're going to laugh at this. We decided over on my channel that I'm going to put a, a frame in the back and it's going to be like blank day since the last power outage and we're going to change the number every That's day. That's funny. <laughs> I love that. I know, me too. We, we came up with it on my chat. So I think everybody that knows me and knows the issues that we have in Puerto Rico will, will get the sense of humor in that. Instead well, of blank days is an accident, blank days is the last power outage. <laughs> I'm glad that you have your power today because I've me missed too. you. I missed you too. I've missed our chat. Thank you so much, Ricky, for the super chat. $20 there. That's an amazing, amazing. And it helps chat. us. It helps us. Just know that, that we know your news. They do um, give us our, our fair share of the super chat. So, Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it means a lot too, because like being a content creator, I don't think like the average person understands the toll that it takes on people, not just the going in and putting the effort and creating and being creative to be different, but the, the mental toll of that sense of, am I good enough? Am I, is this, is my content good? Like, you know, I'm not getting numbers. I'm not getting followers, all this stuff that goes into account that really crushes you. And, yeah. uh, you know, to, to have people like Ricky and now Sheldon one in the chat. Uh, Thank you, Professor Sheldon. Yes. Uh, it just it means a lot to have people uh, here and, and value our work 
but also we appreciate you guys appreciate exactly they appreciate us we appreciate you uh there's a mutual respect here sheldon says uh once they tell one lie they have to keep lying and tell uh telling a bigger lie each time in order to keep up and it's really, yeah but with yes. the celebrities when it comes to that it's like there are if you look it up there are very specific side effects to this drug yeah. that it's like it doesn't matter what lie you're telling everybody knows that you're on this like there is no hiding it like there's there's like i think they call it like the death face or the zombie face because it changes your face and it doesn't matter how much botox you're injecting people can see the difference so it, you know in a way it's like you can tell the lies you want before like but back before this drug like did you get work done is that your real body is that but with this there's very obvious a specific sign especially from the lack of eating to like the portions that they're eating that a lot of people in this news article that were and we're just calling people out on their BS because they were like, yeah. no, it's BS. Just say you're on it. We're all on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of specific side effects to this thing. I sort of God, I'm going to kill Roman. He keeps like walking by that <laughs> light. He's going to give me a yeah. heart attack. Um, But yeah, so it's just like, you can tell the lies, but I don't think that it's like this one. You can't lie your way out of it. And also yeah. just find a different solution because some people are in need of this medication that desperately and they can't get it. And because the effects are not permanent, like don't these people know that they will eventually be caught when they do stop using it or when the fat goes away and they don't see any reason to do it? Like, Well, they'll keep doing it to maintain it because once you stop doing it, then you get your normal appetite back and all that. So they stay on it just for the, just for, because it's like the biggest appetite surpassing there is. You don't get hungry. Yeah. You can go without eating all day. Yeah. Samantha in the chat says, uh, who lied? I'm kind of out. Yeah. So Samantha, we're not talking about a specific person, just that the uh, Ozempic outbreak in Hollywood, how people are denying it and people are, you know, lying about it in general. Uh, There are people like Amy Schumer and Sharon Osbourne who have come out and and admitted to it. So we're just kind of going, we're debating the topic of uh, the Ozempic outbreak that there is not just in Hollywood, but across, across the world, really it's, it's everywhere. I know people who are on it and it's like, you know, for what? Like, you know, but regardless, um, let's jump over to this next topic. This one kind of annoys me. And Uh Jada Pinkett Smith talking about her. I'm so over her. Her marriage to Will Smith. You know. I feel like she uses this as it's like her brand now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all she talks about. Like they've been separated for what? Over six years. But the article that we're referencing, she basically confirmed that she will never divorce Will Smith, that they're in it forever. You can't say you're in it to be with each other forever, but be separated. It makes no sense. Like, legally, you're married, but you're separated. You're not together. Right. It makes no sense. And, you know, Samantha just said it in the chat. I don't know if that's 100% true. She said that she ruined Will's career. I definitely think this tarnishes Will. She attaches herself to Will. And anything that he does, he's going to have this, you know, his, his wife always coming out and saying something like. She needs to just go away. <laughs> she wrote a whole book like. Either decide to be married or don't be married. But you can't cry and make all these, you know, all these things about marriage and what makes a marriage work and blah, 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 blah. But you're separated and refuse to be divorced. Like, where, where is the disconnect here? Where, I, I see a lot of hypocrisy with this topic when it comes to specifically her. I, I just, I don't get it. I, um... I don't know. I I don't like her. I don't like the way that she, I don't know. I don't want to say sabotage, but I just feel like, listen, you don't want to divorce him because he's your partner. That's not what we're going to do. Then why do you keep making him look so bad? Like that episode of Red Table when she started talking about her entanglement and and she just seems so proud of that while he's just sitting there in obvious pain. Um, I was, I don't know what video showed up in my recommended the other day about their marriage, but I heard about their 40th birthday party and how she tried to throw her this extravagant birthday party and she told him to cancel it that she made it about him and i think he was just really i think people will show a display of love 
in a whole different way. Yeah. And I don't and, and, and I don't know that she understood that that is like maybe he's a very extroverted person. And 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 him saying, Look at all the people that I can get here for you, and look at all these things that I do for you is his way. And maybe she's yeah. introverted, and I would rather go on a vacation with just you and me and forget all of these people, right? Yeah. But the party's already done. People are already there and you're gonna make him cancel <laughs> it. Like it will it just it just seems like it's very, very toxic. And yeah. I just don't know why she's still hanging on to this. She's, I, I, I agree with Joseph. I mean, I mm. didn't know who Jade, and I know that she's had some roles in this and that, but I know who she was until she married Will Smith. Yeah. But before that, she was known for being with Tupac. Like she's right. always been known to be with somebody. Like that, that's, it's been her brand. Damn, Joy. <laughs> no, like, seriously. Like, no, it's, it's true. You're right. You're right. I don't know if you saw her recently. Well, she went and talked all this, like, about Tupac in the book. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you're, you're, I get that he passed away, but you're married to somebody else. Like, like, like knock it down a bit. You can, yeah. like, think about it. We all have that one that got away, right? Don't we yeah. all got the one that got away? Do you go and yeah. tell your new one about the one that got away? You don't. You keep it to yourself, you, you know? You don't go around to your friends and be like, yeah. about the one that got away. But, but I'm with this one. This, this right. <laughs> this will do for now. But I have <laughs> I don't know if you saw her recent uh, interview with Jay Shetty, where she kind of talked about the book and all this stuff. I don't watch anything she, that includes her name in it. Uh, I don't even know how I ended up watching Oscars. that video. She talked about the Oscars. She threw Will. She threw Will under the bus. She was like, "I didn't know he was going to do that. I didn't. I didn't make the face to make him go do it. like like that." At the end of the day, that's your husband. You. Despite being separated, you chose to go with him to be his plus one. Oh yeah, she said she wasn't even supposed to be invited. That she was shocked that he took her with. Yeah, and then she's sitting there like, I, I didn't roll my eyes for him to go do something. I was just like, I. She, she actually said she actually referenced like she thought it was kind of funny. Like she she got the joke, and Will was the one out of it. Like at the end of the day, that's your husband. You 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 you're there to support him. Whatever happens to him, like stand with him. The fact that she didn't stand with him on this topic, like he got, he's out of the Oscars for like 10 years. Like he got like, he got canceled. And she's like, I don't have anything to do with it. Like, come on. I I need Will. But you love him. I need Will to just rebound. I need him to fight a hot, hot, like super good looking girl and just like rub it all on her face. I don't know if he ever I know that's did. terrible to say, but I do. I'm just, I don't think he'll move on from her. I think he loves her. I think but it would be sucks. so funny if he just say, like, if he just say, like, nah, F this, I'm going to go and, and, and be happy. Like, yeah. how old is Will Smith now? It sounds like he's been he's living 50. in this. Yeah, and he's been living in this weird marriage that we don't know the half of what has gone on. They're just yeah. wanting to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they have they have a good group of kids that, that you know, came out of the marriage and, you know, who... <laughs> I know you were going there. You said they had a good group of kids that came out of it. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I just, I don't know one person to be, and I'm not trying to like, like shade her or like, you know, you shade are. On her good. but yeah. I've never met one person that's liked her. Like, like I've always heard people like, oh, she's annoying. Oh, I can't stand her. Like she, she preaches all this stuff, but she does the opposite of what she preaches. Like she's a major hypocrite and like, I just, I don't understand, like, her book, she only got this book deal because of what happened at the Oscars, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, again, it's because she's attached to somebody else. It's crazy how many celebrity books are out there now. I went to, all right, I didn't purposely go to Target, but once I left SmackDown on Friday, uh, there's a Target right next to the Allstate Arena, and I had to wait on my Uber, and I'm not used to that cold, so I was like, I'll buy something at the Target. <laughs> so I went to a Target, and I actually needed uh, makeup removers because I have forgotten mine anyway. So I go and buy my makeup removers, and when I go to check out, there's like a whole like end cap, and it was all Look. celebrity books. Britney Spears, Jada Pink, it was all celebrity books, and I'm like, I feel bad for real writers that are struggling to get their books out there right now because you know these people didn't even write these books they just put no, in their name so, it. so it's like i feel so bad for for like real writers out there struggling to get their books seen because all that all that these stores and everyone is promoting is the celebrity books yeah. now the britney one i found telling i didn't think we got as much info out of it as we're gonna get a lot of burning on it, it, justin timberlake yeah but uh 
I don't, I don't know that I got all of the answers that I thought I was going to get out of it. I'm not sure that she can yeah. give those answers. But the whole point is the book is a thing that happened because of the Oscar, because of who she is and because of who she's married to. That's yeah. it. I don't care about her story outside of that. <laughs> I don't. She talked about uh, Tupac. Like, we're in 2023. Like, how are you still clinging on to this story? I just don't get it. Because it's the only thing Tupac that- and Will were good friends. Like, what do you guys like play ping pong with her? Like, she, she doesn't help her case. <laughs> Joy. Like she doesn't. Like she's not making herself look good to promote this book. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I I I told you I can't stand her. I just I don't. I I I'm not very fond of her. And, but you know what, guys? Like, guys in the chat, it was a rough week for headlines. Celebrities are keeping quiet the last few days. We could yeah. barely find anything. I went on TMC first thing when I wake up, which I usually do. And you know this because I typically yeah. when I find something, I'll send it. I couldn't find anything. I went, did my thing, came back, sat down again. I look again, nothing. Yeah. I was like, at what point I was like, well, here's to hoping that Joey finds something because I went to all my go. <laughs> Two websites yep. and I just could not find anything. So we gotta we gotta talk about Jada Pinkett Smith because the Kardashians are quiet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's talk about this next topic here. Um, another one where honestly, I'm tired of them too. I'm tired. I'm Uh-oh. tired. I'm You're tired, tired of, of everybody. People. I'm over these people. <laughs> the royal family. What the. Uh, Prince William, or whatever the hell his name is, says that he he believes that that therapy brainwashed Prince Harry. He thinks that all of these things. I'm just like, is his wife middle name therapy? Because that's the only person who brainwashed him. Yeah, Brain therapy Marco. There you go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what is happening. It's it the. I know I I I have lost brain cells with some of these people. I have about. I have lost brain cells with everything going on with this family. I I think I share. I think we talked about Prince William, Meghan Mark. I'm sorry, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle here in the past, and you know how yeah. I feel about them. But I'm sorry, I think it was Meghan. I think the change in Prince Harry came after Meghan. He no. can say he can blame it on therapy. He can blame it on whatever he wants, but. I think it's I think it's a marriage. Listen, people say that love changes you. That could be for the good or for the worse, whichever. Everything everybody's different. I think that he he went against the grain. He went against not necessarily his family, but he found somebody that wasn't, you know, according to his uh, family's legacy, he wasn't supposed to be with. And I think he got a lot of pushback for that. And she showed him a different side. To what he's known. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's just a change in perspective. And he saw a different life that he wanted for himself. And he kind of was stuck in a position where he had to choose. You know, I know there's a lot of situations where, you know, families don't have, you know, they're not part of the royal family, but like they find a spouse that necessarily doesn't get along with their family or doesn't go well with their family. And they have to pick a side, you know. There's there's a lot of people that are stuck in those positions where this one's just a larger scale. And, you know, you would hope that Prince William would be more supportive instead of blaming what happened on therapy. And, and you know, I don't think therapy... Why should he be supportive, do. though? They talk so much crap about them, too. That, that See, that's the, that's the give and take here. It's like... Why do you do that? Also, why are you talk? Why are you like shading your family when? It just, I wouldn't it, say anything if I was Prince yeah. William's situation. I wouldn't say anything. He's still gonna be king, and Harry's not. Haha. <laughs> yeah. Another <laughs> super chat here, uh, Sheldon. Uh, I think Will truly does love Jada and the idea of marriage, but he Jada does. loves power and control. But unfortunately, power and control trumps love in that marriage. Well, yeah, Sheldon. Yeah. Go back to watch like some of the things that Will Smith has said in the past. He is a marriage kind of guy. He calls his yeah. biggest failure in life his first marriage falling apart. I do think that Will Smith's the kind of person that gets married and is in it for the long run and he's gonna try to make it work regardless. And I do think that maybe she does take advantage of that. I one thousand everything you just said and what what Sheldon said, I agree one thousand percent. It's like yeah. 
you know, they, and, and she said this in the Jay Shetty interview, they both came from broken families mm-hmm. and they both wanted to create a family together to kind of get what they didn't have growing up. But unfortunately it didn't turn out that way. It turned it's, out. Um, uh, yeah. Away. It's crazy. What coming from a, we don't need to get into that because then we'll get into therapy and then people will yeah. blame it. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like Prince Harry, but it's crazy how coming from a broken family would, could change really your outtake because some people yeah. like really would try to make it work and you got some other people in my case i come from a divorced household where it's just like i personally have this weird belief that everything ends like everything's yeah. gonna come to an end and maybe it is because of that you know but it's like insane because you have some people that are come from broken families and then no we're gonna make it work we're not gonna follow those steps and you have some people that are like yeah it's not gonna work yep. since before you even go into it because of that mentality and people exactly. say that that doesn't sometimes it doesn't affect people because I have seen people that their childhood doesn't affect them in any kind of way, you know, but yeah. I think that, th- that I think there's some ideas that you go into your grown life that come from that. I agree. But uh, I don't know. I think to shade anybody and saying that, you know, Harry was brainwashed by therapy. I think to shade anybody about going to therapy, like therapy is, it, it takes a strong person to be able to admit that one they, they need to work on something or that they need help, but also to go into therapy. Like those are huge steps to take. And I don't like therapy. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess everybody has their own like thing on it. My trust issues are so, so extreme that I just don't trust telling somebody. I don't I know that, everything though. about me. Like I, I think it's where it's like I don't know you. Why would I tell you all of these things about myself? Uh-uh. See, are you are you independent in that sense? Where like when things happen, like you you know how to deal with it yourself and how to like yeah, I never tell yourself? anybody. Like uh, you, if I ever ask you for help, it's a dire mm-hmm. situation or somebody's hacking my phone. I don't know. I just in this situation, like to to publicly say like, oh, he was brainwashed by therapy. That's kind of like like why 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 even like you know. Like it's you, weird. You're just looking for something to blame for what happened, like for, for what's happening. And it's well, just maybe like, he still doesn't want to believe because I do think that prior to all this drama, I think that Prince yeah. William, Prince Harry had a really great relationship and they went through the did. loss of their mom and they were always together. Like the, like the, the two sweet kids that we remember. I know I sound yeah. old, but I'll never <laughs> forget where they were, you know, like how little they were when Diana passed away and them growing up together without their mom. I know they had, share a lot of tough moments and they grew up together and I just always saw them as this really cute inseparable brothers and then all of a sudden she came into his life and everything changed yeah. I just I do remember Prince Harry always being the most rebellious out of the two doing some dumb shit I remember when he was partying in Las Vegas partying, yeah. yeah but he was never going to be king. I don't think he ever had to live up to the standards that William had to do because if something happens it's William yeah. the next thing king. Yeah, you know what I mean it's not Harry. So I do think that Harry took advantage of that and lived a little bit of a wilder lifestyle. Maybe he didn't want it from an early age, you know? Right. But I just, I just don't know this whole, like the Royal family and and what they did, like, it seems like they don't, they want all the attention, but they don't want it. And I don't know where they stand, but to me, if I had to point the finger, I will say since he got married. Yeah. Oh, and don't man. get me started on her because there's a lot of things that she's done that she's changing her life and she like it's it's a mess. It's it's yeah. a mess. Yeah, just they need to they need to just deal with their crap and aren't they okay now? Like they made a shit ton of money from Netflix, from the book, from everything. Like just just, just go and live your life. Yeah, go and live your life because they don't want to be part of the of the royal family anymore, but they still want the titles. Like everything about this yeah. is so weird. It's like make up your mind. Do you want to be in the family or not? Exactly. Like pick 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 a side and stick to it. Mm-hmm. You know? Because clearly the royal family is their own side. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> they're always gonna throw backlash at whatever they're getting, you know? Yeah. So pick a side. Do you want to be in the family? Do you want not want to be in the family? Make it work. Don't make it work. Enough with the documentaries. There's a hundred documentaries too many books out there with like, again, what we talked about at the beginning of the show, fact and opinion, like blurred lines, mm-hmm. let it be, fix your family drama and. Or before- just keep it. I guess, I guess <laughs> when you're like one of the most famous families in the world, it's hard to keep that to yeah. yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I know you've had a busy week, a uh, busy few weeks. 
Um, have you had a chance to watch anything new? I actually no. Before we instead of that, let's talk about the scream stuff while we're at it because I know that that's a big topic. Oh my god, I'm and, so sad. <laughs> uh, I was really looking forward to the next scream movie, and then I saw yes. one headline come out, and then Jenna Ortega's headline came out, and it just trickled and kept spiraling. So the Melissa Barrera firing was due to some statements that she made in her Instagram story that came out of anti-Semitic. I didn't think they did, but that's just yeah. my own opinion. I'm putting that clearly out there. I think people state worse things, act- yeah. actors or whatever, on their social. But she, um, she just shows support for you know for one side of the things going on on the other side of the world, and uh, they fire her for that. And obviously, I'm very upset because if you go back and you look at Scream Five, because you had Neve there still and all that I wasn't really buying them but the last scream I fell in love with the new four you yes. finally got me invested with the four new characters I walked well, out of scream six now. yeah I walked out of scream six thinking they can continue with this four and I'm perfectly okay with it even if I don't yeah. see Neve Campbell even if I don't see Gail Weathers like I'm okay with this four I learned to love them Yes. And now knowing that two of them are not coming back. Now, I know Jenna Ortega is a very busy girl. And some people are saying that it is because of her schedule. Because obviously, the strike, just, right, the strike just ended. She still has Beetlejuice 2 and Wednesday to film. Like, this girl is busy. Yeah. And I, I personally think she'll be as busy if it wasn't for Scream. That's how a lot of people found I her. Agree. And she went into the, the horror section of things. But hey, we can talk about that later. But the whole point of it is that they saying that Jenna's not coming back is due to scheduling and not to support yeah. towards Melissa. But this group of guys like really became good friends and I can't just see them having to completely write something new. And I don't know, how do you go from here? Do you think Scream 6, 7 should even happen at this point without the two Carpenter sisters you have? I'm sorry, I don't know that you have a storyline. If we look back at the end of the last Scream movie, that could easily be a, a send off for that. For the core four, they yeah. call themselves the core four. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we've we've seen it done with Neve before, where she's left movies and she's come back, she's left whatever. Maybe we go to a different. You know, they have to go back know. to. They had to pay Neve Campbell the truck of money she was asking for, yes. which you can now because you just like, got rid of two of your True. biggest paychecks. But mm-hmm. I feel like for Scream Seven to work, then you just have to keep it uh, Sydney Prescott oriented, and and, yes. and they're going after Sydney and her kids. <laughs> bring back Patrick Dempsey, who is who she married story wise, yeah. and just keep it straight there and maybe even you have to bring back a character that we don't know about like i know some people like fandom that's still still alive i i that there's a whole conspiracy side of screen that you can go down that rabbit hole but um billy's parents were on screen too like the mom one of the attackers so maybe still's yeah. mom like you're gonna have to bring bring it back to that but i still cannot comprehend the movie like it would just feel like such a different direction and it's gonna f- remember the trilogy of Halloween and I know some people have controversial yeah. with Halloween ends because they were in a complete different direction it just feel like a movie that didn't belong there I feel like no matter what happens that's how Scream 7 is gonna feel I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I'm not gonna watch it I love Scream too much I will exactly. watch it so I'm not gonna be a hypocrite and tell you oh no they fired these girls I'm not- no I'm gonna watch it I'll be there they got my money but I don't know that I'll love it. And I'm very curious to see if they can save it. Listen, just like they brought these two females in to <clears throat> create a new story, they could potentially do that again with different characters. You know, you can go the Scream, you don't think so? I don't know. Everything, don't know. they have managed to keep it making sense. Yeah, yeah, they have, they have the, except for Scream 3, that was a whole mess. But they have died away from the story, but it still makes sense. They're still a yeah. tie-in. I'm not sure that the other that the twins will come yeah. back if the girls are not there. But yeah, I mean, in the last movie they said, "Hey, uh, Sydney sends her greetings, but she's not gonna be here. She deserves her happy ending." You could do that here, but with the Carpenter sisters saying, "Hey, yeah. you, we're gonna have to deal with them. They're not gonna come back. They deserve their happy ending, and that's how you write them off." Yeah. Um, if they kill them off screen i'm gonna be so pissed off i'm telling you that right now you cannot kill them off screen just say that they're off getting mm-hmm. their happy ending and just leave it at that 
unless their murders is what brings Sydney back. You know, I don't know. I am just, I'm just shocked. I I, I don't, I don't know a lot. And I told you because of this is how I started watching all these documentaries about the war and what's going on because I didn't feel educated enough to understand if I even had an opinion on her firing or not. So her standing out and this whole thing happening just made me very educated about the effed up stuff that's going on across the world nobody's talking about it like it doesn't feel like people are talking about it but that's a whole different i don't feel educated enough to tell you that i stand with her don't stand with her but i don't think that what she said was grounds for termination yeah i don't if you know that's just i saw her stories and i just didn't think that it was grounds for termination but with her being gone and jenna not coming back it's just gonna take a real they're gonna have to back up some money to Nif Campbell and yep. to a good writer that can just take this mess and fix it. Because the one thing about Ghostface that I always give him props to Scream is that Ghostface could be anybody. They they got that very is. smart with Ghostface being a killer that changes per movie. You're not locked down to a Michael Myers, to a Freddy Krueger, to yep. a Jason. This could be anybody. So it's a blank canvas mm-hmm. now for you. But how do you tie it in? You know, I, I have really, an idea. Go ahead. I have an idea off the off the top of my head. Okay. Let me run it by you since you're the scream expert here. <laughs> so you bring back Neve, right? You bring back uh, Sydney, right? And you go more into like a deep dive of her life today, right? But who else in the franchise who is still alive knows the most about Sydney? Gail Weathers. Exactly. What if somewhere along the lines, Gail Weathers turns on Sydney, becomes Ghostface because of the loss of Dewey? And you now, can do it for the loss of Dewey, you can do it for the loss of relevancy because she yes, only became famous due to Scream Story. So if Ghostface yes. dies, she don't have anything to be relevant about. Because she, they have fed, I mean, I do think that Gail has have her good girl moments, yeah. but they have fed us throughout every single movie that Gail is here to be relevant and to be the top reporter. Yep. So, Peter. yeah, if, if Ghostface is gone, then Gail doesn't have anything to lash on to. Exactly. So maybe she either becomes Ghostface or creates, a, like she kind of brainwashes other people to become Ghostface for her and, you know, stages her own s- stunts where it looks like she's a victim to become the new Sydney. And I don't know, there's, there's so many different ways they can go with it, with the history of the franchise. Yeah. I, I just don't know. Like I understand the, the, the concept of creating new characters, <coughs> but it's just, it's just sad for me because I really yeah. like scream six and I really I loved it. Finally got invested into these four characters. I like them. Mm-hmm. I love them. And at no point, at one point I remember talking to you, I think it was on this show where I was like, I don't even feel that we need a Gail Weathers. Like I didn't miss yeah, it in the that. last movie. And I didn't think that Gail, Gail just felt like an extra, like let's just yeah. add her in there for nostalgia, but the movie would have functioned without her. Yep. So for me to go, this is like, if not, it's got to be my favorite franchise because it's the one that was happening when I grew up. You know, like when I go back and watch Halloween or Freddy, I love them. But these franchises happened before my time. This was yeah. the franchise that happened during my teenage years, you know? Yep. So I was Ghostface for like four years in a row for Halloween. Yeah, like it just, it just <laughs> I just love, I have a lot of love for screen yeah. and it's just never going to go away. That's why I told you, I see a lot of people I boycott and I'm like, stop lying to yourselves. We're all going to go see it. Yeah. Whether we're going to talk crap about it once it comes out, probably, but we're going to go see it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm not going to watch it. That's a lie. Yeah. But I really, really, because I was so close off to the idea, and maybe they'll prove me wrong again. I was so close off to the idea of these new characters. I didn't really love them after Screen 5, yeah. but I really enjoy Screen 6. So we'll see how it goes, but it's just not looking very positive for the franchise as of yeah. right now, and hopefully they can figure it out. I think Neve will come back. I don't want them to scrap the movie. Give us, I, give us something opposed to, to nothing. I hope that they at least buy more time. If yeah. if this is gonna be the issue, then then at least ask for more time to re kind of focus and, and don't try to write something in a hurry. Yeah, no, I get it. The problem is everybody's trying to come out with this production so fast because we lost a year of yep. things in this, you know, in this Hollywood huge strike. So every all the studios are like, no, we need this and we need it out now because they got to yeah. make up for this time that they lost. But I, I just I want them to like 
I don't know. You know, Hollywood, we talked about it in wrestling. If you can, if you can yeah. draw, you can work. Hollywood is like, they take a name. If it's going to make money, we're going to put anything out there and we're going to put it out instead of just respecting the franchise and, and, yep. and what it means to the fans. They're going to say screen, Ghostface, it'll sell, write, whatever. You know, and I hope that's not what they end up doing. Well, uh, you know, I, I'm sure we could sit here and talk about Scream forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else that you've, you've watched? I know you were busy this week. so it's... I watched Survivor Series and SmackDown, Joey. Yeah. That's what I watched. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very I had a great time in Chicago. I sent you some pictures. I didn't you mean did. to rub it on your face, but I was no, like, I, I you should have been here. You should have been here. You would have had a blast. Um, I had an excellent time and I, I got to be in the press conference. I got to ask questions. Um, always grateful. Those opportunities. Sometimes I'm still sitting there and the little fangirl in me goes like, oh, holy crap. Like, I can't believe, you know, like it means a lot to be invited by WWE to be there as press and to take part yeah. of everything. It's really freaking cool. And I just never take it for granted. I had a great weekend. I'm tired. And I told you earlier, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to start taking something because I feel like your flu, I'm getting it now. I went from 10 degrees to 90 and my body is feeling it. I will say, thank you, Joseph. The Allstate Arena is absolutely incredible. I don't know how the acoustics are set up. It's old yeah. and it's kind of ratchet. It's the wood but roof. The way that the yeah, everything just sounds so loud. And it was like it wasn't it wasn't no backlash crowd, right? But it was one of my favorite crowds of the year because everything just sounded you know, I miss a CM Punk return because we were being yeah. let back. But what I heard was the fans going, ah! and then we looked in the monitor they had in the room and, and he came out. Yeah. But they are, the way that the pop just sounded so insane, like that arena, I can see why a lot of people love, you know, that arena. And I can see why WWE continues to run it. It yeah. is, it is, it's, it's the atmosphere and the energy in there is incredible. A lot of people talk crap. Why are they using the United Center or other arenas? Yeah. No, 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 no. Continue to use Allstate. I absolutely love that. It's probably, as far as Chicago goes, it's my favorite venue that I that I watch wrestling in. I don't know. I had major FOMO watching you and other creators that I'm friends with as well. And <laughs> I was so upset. I was laying I was in upset. bed. <laughs> yeah. And the worst part was, is I had my hotel booked. I had my Look, flight I can't booked. hear you. You Wait, can't hear me? I, can't I can hear, hear you. you. Okay. Now I, now I can hear you. Now I can. Um, I, I had everything booked, my flights, my my everything. I was talking to Steve no, Paul. He was like, hotel for once, because like, we said from now on we're going to stay at the same place. Um, yeah, the hotel. hit me when I went to Mindy's Bakery without you, because we planned Mindy's Bakery for like two months now. You and did. I was you like, we can't tell anybody. I was like, we can't tell anybody that we're going because they'll steal our idea, Joey. Listen, we did <laughs> good. No, I didn't see anybody else go to Mindy's uh, before the return, so... Yeah, it was, I was living vicariously through you, but I'm on the road to the Royal Rumble, okay? And Tampa, I'm trying Tampa, to talk Joey into having a dual birthday party that we can throw in Tampa. It. Both I'm, of our birthdays are in January, so why not have a birthday party in Tampa? Capricorn season, we're doing it. We're going to have a party. We're going to have fun. We're going to do it big. We're going to get good interviews and whatnot. We're going to have fun. Tampa's beautiful, and the weather will be nice. Yeah. So no getting sick. Like I feel I don't know what to take. Anybody tweet me or DM me, let me know what I, can do. I feel like it's coming on. So I feel like maybe if I start taking something today, yeah. I, I, I woke up and I had I wasn't as sick as you got, but I woke up and I couldn't get out of bed. And I felt yeah. a little achy and I feel my head is heavy and I'm like, What is happening? <laughs> yeah. No, it was bad. I was I remember like I rolled over in my bed and I looked out the window and I just saw like everything was spinning and I was like, Oh my god, this is it was it was miserable, probably the worst sick I've ever been in my entire life, to be honest. But I'm getting there. I'm like ninety percent now. I'm I'm almost there, and uh, yeah, hopefully soon be one hundred percent. I'm I'm back in my content creation. I haven't made any content in like two weeks, and so I apologize for not posting for anybody that that's that just saw nothing on my stuff. <laughs> but uh no Tampa will be fun January will be fun and I'm so excited to be back on the show and I'm so excited to be talking with you and uh it's always it's always a pleasure to, to yeah help. I'm glad to be back together we feel like we haven't been here in a few weeks we apologize everybody but we are um we're back and we're gonna keep doing this and now 
me and Joey also wanted to sit down after this busy time and talk about doing something over on my channel. So just yeah. stay tuned for that. We'll announce it eventually. But yeah, we're having a blast. Thank you guys for tuning into TLR. Thank you. I got the hiccups. Thank you for the super chats. Yes. And hopefully we'll get some scandals next Tuesday because celebrities were quiet this week. What the hell? Not a lot of hot yeah. tea. And kudos to you, Isa, for holding the fort down, doing shows by yourself, whatnot. Like, you know. I stream every day by myself, but it was a little bit harder to try to like stay on topic because you know my streams are always all over the place. <laughs> I'm trying to see the raw ratings came out, but I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, Shouldn't they be out by now? You would think it's right. Almost it's the middle of the day on Tuesday. I don't know. I don't see okay. anything. All right. I, yeah, I'm very curious. I'm, I, I'm typically not a ratings person, but I need yeah. to see how Raw did yesterday. Oh, don't worry. Just go on Twitter or X later and you'll see everybody and their mothers. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, yeah. copy, paste. Ugh. Yeah, but I like the people that just say, hey, Raw did this and put the numbers. Like, yeah. I hate, don't, don't give me an article. I'm not clicking on it when I can just scroll and somebody will give me exactly. that. I just want to know the number. I'm not trying to read your opinion about the number, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody becomes a politician. Everybody becomes a TV producer. It, you know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, they're, guys. They're not out yet. All right, let's wrap it up. Thank you so much for another great episode of TLR. Happy to be back with my bestie, Isa. Thank you again, Isa, for holding the fort down. And uh, we'll see you next week for episode 55. Bye. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.